Hello! We're here! Haha! Yes! Welcome to Sidewalk Slam, <laughs> our podcast. Like it when you point at the video. Sign. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Mmm, <laughs> the sign. God, four weeks of that. So much pointing at the sign. <laughs> sidewalk Slam, or looks like some sort of Sidewalk Slam, is our uh, wrestling podcast where we try to look at the positives in wrestling and we're uh, focusing on a storyline and narrative perspective. Yeah. Trying to look at the positives. Yes. Yeah. I today I feel like I am going to be more positive. Not that you're going to be like shitting all over everything, no. but I feel like this will be a good discussion. Well, right now we're talking about, or this episode is uh, Fast Lane 2017, which is the last pay per view before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Twenty eight days before the Ultimate Thrill Ride is their tagline for this year of yeah. WrestleMania, yeah. and. Uh, I don't know. I, I I was not I was not especially <laughs> sports entertained on this evening. <laughs> I think my final verdict was decidedly mediocre. Yeah, it just was yeah. sort of a. The wrestling eh? was good. Some of the storyline or booking decisions, mm-hmm. I guess, is what you would call them. I uh, have were I, questionable. Yeah, I I have not some just odd. I have some big questions yeah. about like I, why? why I wouldn't have done certain things certain ways. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, let's get right into it. Um, well, what? Just to, I just want to. What happened? Was Fastlane last year really bad? Is it just? Been it wasn't not a good show. It wasn't great. I can't even remember what happened last year. I remember that Eva Marie was the poster. Yeah, that's right. And Roman Reigns was doing something in the main event. Um, let me look it up. Because he had to fight somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To get into the main event of WrestleMania, right at Fastlane, he wasn't did that two years in a row. He did the. Two years ago against Daniel Bryan in 2015, and then last year he fought somebody else, I think, because he ended up in that main event. Uh, Oh, right, 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 because it was was a triple threat between Roman, Dean, and Brock. Right, that's what it was. To determine the number one contender. Yeah, and then Roman pinned Dean. Yeah. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, Fastlane doesn't have a real great track record. I remember the Daniel Bryan-Roman Reigns match being really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, man. Well, we'll see. Let's let's get into the show. I really want to talk about it with you because yeah. we haven't. We don't. Oops, sorry. We don't converse most a lot about the shows. No. In like, I mean, you mentioned it was that you thought it was pretty mediocre, and yeah. I was like, meh. I mentioned that Kathleen's reaction to one point was was boo, 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 boo. <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, so yeah. Uh, we try to keep, like, our discussion in here. <clears throat> yeah. This is our safe place, Graham. Yeah. This is where we can talk. This is, this is, this is where we talk about our opinions about wrestling and yeah. we share them with you. <laughs> so, yeah, the uh, on the kickoff show, if anyone's interested, uh, Rich Swan and Cruiserweight Division newcomer Akira Tozawa yeah. defeated Noam Dar and Brian Kendrick. Neat. Okay. Akira Tozawa. Super over, by the See, way. Why Have we just devolved our wrestling, like what gets popular in wrestling? Because it's gone from, we had yes, yeah. and then we have, now we have ten, mm-hmm. and now we just have ah, 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 because Akira Tozawa just, Chance, that's ah, uh. uh, that's it. And the crowd loves and it. The crowd fucking loves it. He did it in the Cruiserweight Classic, and it was he was more of a, like a, he was kind of screaming there almost. Mm-hmm. 
But Akira Tozawa also has this sweet, like, Kill Bill, the theme song to Kill Bill entrance. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> it's really, really cool. Dig it. Yeah. It was really cool. Um, in that feud, though, it's mainly it was mainly Brian Kendrick. It's it was mainly to fuel Brian Kendrick and Akira Tozawa. Mm-hmm. I actually didn't watch the pre-show match, but this storyline, this mini storyline that's playing out, where Akira Tozawa was debuting, and then Brian Kendrick was like, "Oh, he's my best friend." Like, we're best friends. Yeah. We, we dig each other. And, and the commentary would constantly bring up, like, he's not even acknowledging you. Like, it's like, oh, no, he's just busy with the match. You yeah. Know? Like, like, and now, eventually, Akira Tozawa and Brian Kendrick are kind of, like, coming to words. Akira was like, I'm not your friend. Yeah. <laughs> like, what, where, where did you get this idea? Yeah. It's pretty, I think it's pretty great as, like, a sub story, like, a little, kind of just a little storyline for the yeah. Cruiserweight division. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. The first match on the main card... Mm-hmm. Is Sami Zayn yep. versus Samoa Joe? God damn! So we talked a little bit about Samoa Joe last time, right? Yeah, because he debuted on the Raw after the Royal Rumble. Yeah, because Seth Rollins was out there demanding to see Triple H. Yeah, and Samoa Joe showed up as Triple H's muscle, basically mm-hmm. uh, someone he brought up from NXT. Samoa Joe was the destroyer. Was Triple H's destroyer, basically? Yeah. So that when Triple H got that promo about. Triple H and NXT seeing himself as a creator. Yeah. And that Seth Rollins had would have to meet the destroyer. We assume that that was going to be Triple H's sort of like alter ego kind of, you know, like the game. Yeah. And it tur- it's actually Samoa Joe, Joe, yeah. Who showed up, beat the crap out of Rollins, legitimately injured his knee. Yeah. But it's suspected that he will be back for WrestleMania. I think it's like they they it, he's going to be back. Yeah. Like they're just like they're going ahead with it. Yeah. So. Um and then, uh, yeah, so he's he's basically Triple H's sort of, you know, hired muscle. Mm-hmm. But he's, I mean, he's really good in that role because he's a bruiser. Oh, right? he's awesome. Samoa Joe has been one of the best parts of Raw. Yeah. Like, just the way that he's being presented and just, he just slots into that roster so well. Just, yeah. It just, it's been seamless. Mm-hmm. It's been like, here's Samoa Joe, and we're all like, okay. I get it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, understand. <laughs> so there was, on the on the following episode, I think it was, the next episode after his debut, yeah. there was an interview with uh, Michael Cole, mm-hmm. and mm. uh, he did one of those like sit down interviews with Michael Cole. Yeah, and Samoa Joe just sort of like idly, like in passing, refers to himself as you know not just some Sami Zayn who's happy to be here. Yeah, you know he's here on this roster to you know to like get wins and hurt people and you know you know dominate the roster. Yeah, and then Sami Zayn's like. Hey, <laughs> the hell, man! It was it was great because I think it was that same episode where Sammy fought Chris Jericho, mm-hmm. and he beat Chris Jericho in a non-title match. Yeah, and after that match, Sammy Zayn was like, "I'm not here." They're like on the ramp. Yeah, he's on the ramp. It was awesome. It yeah. was a great interview. And he's like, I'm not here just to, I'm not just happy to be here, right? Like, I heard what Samoa Joe said. Yeah. And awesome. then Joe attacks him from behind yeah. on the ramp. It was great. And so that sets Cause it's like, this up. <laughs> it's funny, too, whenever Sammy's, like, the next couple of weeks, like, Joe attacks Sammy a couple more times, and it's always when Sammy says Samoa Joe, like he's the candy man. <laughs> he's just, but he only says his name once, and you can hear Joe like, you, you just said my name, like, do not say my name ever again. It's like, oh, damn. <laughs> it's pretty funny. <laughs> it made me laugh. He's just sitting in the back, watching that TV at a weird angle like they always do. And Sammy says Samoa Joe, and he's like, oh, oh man. Run out there and club him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This match was a delight to watch. It was awesome. In terms of the athleticism on display in the ring. Are you worried? Huh? 
that Sami Zayn is just going to become a Dolph Ziggler. Like what the worry in, are enhancement in the, talent? Yeah, in the internet wrestling community, everyone's uh, worried that Sami Zayn is just relegated to. He always kind of just loses. Yeah, I mean, he's got that underdog quality going for him. Mm-hmm. I mean, Raw needs good good guys. Good guys. Yeah, we don't have a lot because <laughs> they've got Rollins. Kinda, and Reigns, kinda, <laughs> and now I guess kinda, sort of Jericho. Now I think Jericho will come back is, to that. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah, that's it. In terms of the the top levels. Yeah, I think I think you need Sami Zayn. I think that they will do something with him, but I don't know what. I'm yeah. hoping anyway. But I think he's very good. He he. He's never coming away, in my eyes, maybe in other people's eyes, but he's never coming away any less of a character when he loses. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't, we've said before, like, we don't really look at wins and losses yeah. all the time. And it's just like every time I see Sammy wrestle, but it's like the times he wins, like, he beat Jericho in a non title match. Yeah. And I, like, legitimately fist bumped. I was like, holy Ooh. shit, he won a match. And yeah. I, think that, I think that that's what maybe they're going for with maybe. Sammy. This is also interesting trivia. This is Samoa Joe's first. WWE pay-per-view. Yep. Which sounds... That's just a weird sentence to say. <laughs> At this point? Because, like well, I mean, I'm, we mentioned it... I think we mentioned it, like, last year, probably. But, like, at one time, back when TNA was actually very good, mm-hmm. uh, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels were the, the guys that were, like, the... Not that they hadn't done other stuff before TNA, but they were, like, the, the homegrown stars yeah. of... TNA Impact Wrestling. They were like, they hadn't, that was the b- biggest uh, promotion they'd ever worked for, and they became stars on TNA television. And the notion that now AJ Styles and Samoa Joe are so high on the card in WWE, mm-hmm. it's just it's just so weird. It's weird, right? It's like, it's just like, what a time to be alive. Yeah. As much as, like, every, as we all like to bitch and complain, like, they're bringing in the wrestlers that we want to see, right? So mm-hmm. I never, I don't really actually know much about Christopher Daniels. I know he's awesome. I've ever, everyone always talks about how great he is, but I don't know if he's. There is. Uh, you should look up. There's. Um, I think there's. There might be more than one, but there's a triple threat mm-hmm. between AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, and Christopher Daniels. Yeah, that's a hell of a match. Really? Oh yeah. Okay, I'm gonna have to look up some of his stuff then. Actually, if you want to pop off in the comments your favorite Christopher Daniels match that Adam Savadan could watch, that'd be great. Yeah. All I know is he had like the Fallen Angel gimmick or something. Yeah. That was his thing. The Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. But Daniel I've heard was. like, I listened or to Or some... Curry Man. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Stop. <laughs> halt! <laughs> Grand Stark! You so, can't just say that and then... <laughs> he was a masked character named Curry Man that Christopher Daniels portrayed. Hey, it's, don't worry about it. <laughs> it sounds great. <laughs> sounds like one of the reasons I love wrestling so much. Curry man, all right. Anyway, <laughs> I gotta look up Curry man. Uh, this match ends in a TKO. Yeah, because uh, after some much battling back and forth, Samoa Joe catches Sami Zayn in the Coquina clutch. Yep, and uh, Sami doesn't tap, but mm, he passes. Out. He passes out, and the ref calls the match. Sami Zayn doesn't quit. God damn it! Yeah, Sami doesn't quit. Joe like sub- submits a man until he passes out. Yeah. They both look great. Yeah. That's usually what they do with, like, that's the easiest way, you know, to make uh-huh. someone lose but not, you know, where people, like, make them look strong still, you know? So 
I don't know. It was fine. It was great. Like, I loved this match. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. It was just like, Joe still looks like a monster, and Sammy retains that lovable underdog quality that we all, like, endear him, endears him to us so much. But tenacious. Yeah, tenacious. Yeah. yeah. Next match is a championship match for the Raw Tag Team Titles. Yep. Gallows and Anderson, the club, mm-hmm. defending against Enzo and Cass. Yes. How did we get here, Graham? I don't, not very interesting. I honestly don't remember. There was like a lot of... God, what happened? All I remember... This whole tag team stuff has been a blur. And it's always like... Enzo and Cass or Cesaro and Sheamus have like a title shot. Mm-hmm. And the other team ends up getting... Like causing a disqualification or like a big... Uh, what's the word I'm looking? Schmazzle? <laughs> yeah. Like a big... Like, big Ballyhoo, like a big fight happens, breaks out. A kerfuffle. Yeah, a kerfuffle. <laughs> and that is essentially what the storyline was from pretty much Royal Rumble till now. It was just like, oh, they can't decide who actually gets the number one shot. I can't actually remember how Enzo and Cass, I think Enzo and Cass beat Cesaro and Sheamus on one of the Raws? Question mark? God, it's such a blur. But I don't know. I find that my... Desire to see Enzo and Cass in much of anything lately is waning a little bit. Yeah. It feels like... they Because you know with the New Day, they were always kind of trying out new stuff. Mm-hmm. And with Enzo and Cass, it's the same thing every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we get the intro, which is super sweet. Right, here we go. Sorry. It's... Uh, uh, they retained... So, the club retained at... No, defeated... Cesaro and Sheamus of the Rumble. Yeah. They got the rematch clause on the February 6th episode of Rumble, mm-hmm. but they weren't successful due to interference from Enzo and Cass. Yeah. Which led to a, a, one, a singles match with Cesaro versus Enzo, which Cesaro right. handily yeah. won. They're really playing like Enzo is like the major weak link. Eh? Yeah. And it's just like, are they going to break him up already? Like, And then Enzo and Cass defeated Cesaro and Sheamus on the February 20th episode to become the number one contenders yeah. for this for this fight here. Yes. Uh, yeah. And I don't know, like, I hope they don't break them up. Like, I don't want to yeah. say, I don't think, I think there's more, they have more value together at this point. Yeah, like, I oh, definitely. Really, I really don't want to watch, like, Enzo and Cass singles. Like, no. I don't think there's anything much, I mean, I shouldn't say there's anything there, because I'm, like, I'm not an expert, right? But just... Me watching as a fan, like, I don't know if I could get behind either guy, but they might do it. Like, we didn't think that they would do it with the shield so soon. Yeah, that's true. And that turned out all right. Yep. Um, This match is, like, okay. As big of a fan, like, as big of a mark as I am for Anderson and Gallows. Yeah. Like, they they need something more. Like, I think they, I feel like they need more mic time, Mm -hmm. which they don't get. Yeah. And it's hard to kind of it's it's hard to be a character when you're not given a chance to talk yeah you know because i really like the stuff that they the thing is gallows and anderson have never looked as cool as when they debuted in street clothes beating the crap out of uh, the usos the usos yeah on raw that was great yeah and now it's like but they have they have such good personalities 
and they're just not given a chance to kind of like shine. It's just right now they're just the tag team champions and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like how come we don't hear, remember when they were with AJ Styles and we yeah. get to hear about Carl Anderson's hot Asian wife yeah. and, and Luke would go off about ner- calling people nerds. I mean, they, they did that for a while after the Royal Rumble too, but I don't know, man. The Raw tag division is struggling. So was the SmackDowns too, though, to be fair. Yeah, both tag divisions are in the... Kind of like a holding pattern, it feels like. Like a permanent holding pattern. Yeah. (laughs) So, I don't know. The match was okay. The finish came when uh, Carl Anderson hit that kind of, that high-ah kick that he does. Yeah. (laughs) And he hit it on Enzo, and Enzo was right by the ropes. And the ref was counting, and then Enzo put his foot on the ropes, and... Luke Gallows basically just walked by and went boop and it just knocked off his foot and then got that was good. for three. I like that. Which which I liked it, but do you think that that would just be like Enzo would be like, oh shit, I better kick out? You know, not just like, oh, that was well, my I only think, fail save. I think you put your foot your foot in the ropes because you, you don't have the energy to kick out. Fair enough. Okay, that's cool. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that makes a lot more sense than just me being like, oh no, someone knocked my foot off. And I, I don't understand how Enzo's been playing, like even on this week's Raw, Enzo was like, it's mired in controversy, or that's how the announced team is. It's right. like, well, how is that controversial? Yeah. He just knocked his leg off, and then he got pinned. Like, that's not controversial. No. <laughs> it was just like, this, this is bizarre. Everyone, everyone saw it. Yeah. Yeah. There was no cheating. They no. didn't cheat. It was just like, you lost. Fair yeah. and square. And now they're acting like they're the ones that have been wronged in this situation. I did like that. Uh, <coughs> I do like occasionally that uh, Carl Anderson uses the... Uh, Spinebuster. Yeah. The double A Spinebuster. It's <laughs> great. Because I mentioned this before, that like some time ago, and not even not on WWE, but like a while ago in a different promotion, I don't know what, mm-hmm. he was like introduced or portrayed as a cousin of Arn Anderson, <laughs> like that he's kayfabe in the Anderson wrestling family. Mm-hmm. And Arn Anderson uses the... The Anderson family is super famous, especially in WCW. Yeah. Arn Anderson was in the Four Horsemen with Mm -hmm. Ric Flair. Yeah. And the Four Horsemen were a group that was super famous, especially in the, I think, late 70s and mostly 80s, though. I don't know when they formed, but mostly through the 80s. Yeah. And they were this dominant force, mostly in World Championship Wrestling and the old NWA. And sometimes people would get, like, with people like the... Andersons or the Von Erichs, people would people who weren't actually related to them would be like, "Look, it's so and so last name. Yeah. He's part of our family as well, yeah. even though it's like totally not just for storyline purposes." But yeah. but yeah, so Carl Anderson not actually remotely related to to well, it's like Arn Anderson or brothers. You know, yeah, exactly like that kind of thing. Not related in person, but I, I like that he's using the uh, the Spinebuster. Yeah, there's a backstage segment with Mick Foley on the on speakerphone oh, to Steph. Steph's flight is delayed. They're still on the tarmac. She's like yelling at the flight attendants because, of course, Steph's horrible, and uh, just like wants fully to to make sure to keep things under control. She doesn't want anything. She doesn't want any shenanigans in the women's title match yeah. or the universal title match. She wants she she, uh, she wants them to be shenanigan free. Well. <laughs> I don't mean to spoil things for you, but... Yeah, let me know how that works out. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> oh, man. And, like, this whole segment was just, like... Ugh. <sighs> like, the whole time I was watching it, I was just, like... It was awkward, yeah. It is weird, and... Is Foley on his way out? Do you think? I don't know. I assumed, because, okay, spoilers, stuff goes goes south goes in, the, in the matches. Yeah. So I assumed that... 
you know, he was getting fired on the Raw after this episode. No, they didn't even really mention they it. They barely, yeah, yeah, dealt with it. They're making, like, a lot of threats about... They've been doing this, like, weekly with Foley, though. Like, yeah. threatening him, threatening him, threatening him, threatening him. And saying, like, this is your last chance. And then something, like, it just happens. And then they're like, I'm your boss, Mick. <laughs> it's like, okay. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know if there's, like, I, been rumors. It really feels around, like, also that, like, uh, Brian and Shane and Mick and Steph have very different understandings of what their roles mean, mm-hmm. like general manager versus commissioner. Yeah. Right? Because, like, Mick tries to make a match, and Steph comes out, at, Mick as general manager tries to make a match, and then Steph comes out as commissioner and goes, that's not your job, I'm in charge. Whereas on SmackDown, s- some of the women's wrestlers were criticizing Daniel Bryan for, for like, making a match, and he's like, that's literally my job. <laughs> Like that's what I do. It just there's there's an inconsistency <laughs> there with the chain of command yeah. on the shows. What is the job of the commissioner? I don't know, man. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Now that now that you've said it, now that's all I can think of. Yeah. It's like okay, well, the general manager handles talent and makes matches. Yeah. And the commissioner, uh, high, higher level stuff. I don't know. Yeah, payments and stuff. I guess maybe kayfabe in kayfabe like. Handles paychecks, yeah. writes the checks, and maybe they do have the final decision, though. Like, maybe they can overrule yeah. the general manager. Smart storylines. I don't know, man. Next. Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Yep. <sighs> what a weird feud this has been. Yeah, it's been very strange. So, God. I after mean, We talked about them fighting on the Royal Rumble pre-show. Yeah. Oh, fighting. Nia destroying Sasha. Yeah. Because Sasha was, like, injured. Yeah. And that's what Nia was, like, kind of focusing on. Yeah. I remember, like, beating her up on one Raw. She had, like, crutches. She hit her with a crutch and threw her around yeah. for a little bit. And, God, I don't think anything else really happened. Nia's been... If you take, like, the Nia Jax project and the Braun Strowman project... Yeah. Braun has definitely benefited... Yeah, they've worked out the Braun. Yeah, turn, turning Braun into a monster has worked out well. Turning Nia into a monster has worked out less successfully. To be fair to Nia, though, like that division is four people right now. Yeah, it's Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, and Nia. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Alicia Fox is technically on Raw, but she's sort of part of the cruiserweight uh, storyline now. Never really see that storyline got weird, man. Like she's she's just Noam Dar's valet now. Yeah. And, oh, oh, this is a good time to bring up Emelina. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. So, for fucking weeks. 17 weeks. 17 weeks, we got these, like, vignettes and these, like, postcards type, like, just yep. still screens that Emelina was coming. The makeover of Emma into Emelina. And 17 it, weeks! It was just these... Like, I think I've described them before, just these, like, Instagram fitness model shots yep. of Emma looking hot in bikinis and whatever. Dude, it screamed of the Attitude Era. Oh, yeah. Like, just absolutely. Yeah. And so, finally... And she was ready to go. Yeah. For weeks and weeks. And they just kept, as, like, a, a joke, like, turning it, trying, trying to turn it into a running gag, mm-hmm. they just kept doing, like, she's debuting next week. And then it's then they she just say anything. And then she just wouldn't. Yeah. And, but they'd run a promo saying that she's debuting next week. 
And then on that week's Raw, they'd run a promo saying she was debuting next week. I'm assuming that that was like... And then, they, and then they started running the promos with her doing voiceover, being like, you've been so patient, <laughs> but your patience will be rewarded next week. And then nothing would happen next week. And it's like, and she, she had been cleared to wrestle for a while. Yeah. And it's like, what the hell's going on? I think this is just like, we were supposed to boo her. I don't it know. Like, it's like the, the Eva Marie thing where she's like, she will not be here tonight because she's stuck in traffic or something. Apparently, backstage, they like couldn't make the character work. Like it was reported on, you know, the dirt sheets from people who have backstage knowledge that mm-hmm. like the Emelina character just actually wasn't working. Yeah, and then wasn't doing any. How could it? Well, no, no, I but like that like she that just with it? just backstage officials and road agents or whatever just weren't impressed with how that how she was doing that character. Okay. And they were like, "Oh, this actually doesn't work." Yeah, because it's if I can be super cynical, it's really obvious to me that someone maybe Vince mm-hmm. saw her Instagram and was like, "Oh, wow, she's really hot. Yeah. This, this should be her character." Yeah, without like checking if she could do that character. Yeah, and. Then, like her other characters awesome. So then they started running promos, and then we're like, all right, cool, so let's get you back into ring shape. You're this character now. And then she started doing it, and they were like, oh, you're actually not very good at that character. Mm-hmm. So let's not do it. And so the way they bailed out of it was that Emelina finally debuted, and she came out to the top of the ramp and was like, you've been so patient, and here I am, the makeover of Emma into Emelina. And now you get to see the makeover of Emelina into Emma, and left. And then the next week... They ran a promo that was like Emma with Emma looking like she did before with like the aviator shades and the and the and the shoulder pads looking awesome, like the half gloves. And it was like Emma will return soon. Yeah. And it's like what? What was the point of any of that, dude? When they did that promo on Raw, yeah. And after is like Emma is coming soon. You can <laughs> Corey Graves goes not again. <laughs> 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 it's so great. Because yeah. uh, Corey Graves the whole time was pumping up that the Emelina thing. Yeah. It's anyway, just it's gonna be awesome. We're finally gonna see her. And uh yeah, it was like when she came out and was like, I'm Emelina. It was JK, such an awkward promo too. Flatter than a plate of piss, as they yeah. like to say. <laughs> it's just, just like, like no one cared. No. She wasn't very believable. Nope. She obviously was not happy, actually. No. You could tell that she was not happy with having to go out there and deliver that promo because she knew it was dumb, mm-hmm. you know? and Because uh, she was really good as Emma. God, she was And then they were, like, repack- they'd repackaging her for no reason. Yeah. And it turns out it didn't work, so you've been running all these promos pointlessly for weeks. Yeah. I'm hoping they just reunite Dana Brooke and Emma. Oh, yeah, Dana Brooke also, actually, I guess, is in the division. But again, yeah, not really as a... Not really. She showed up on an episode. Episode sh- jogging lazily to the rings before getting attacked from behind by Bailey. Yeah, and then she came down. No, she didn't come down at Fastlane. No, no. It was we'll talk, we'll talk about that later. The title match when oh, okay, we'll get to it. But anyway, sorry, we're getting way ahead of ourselves. So Sasha so, and Nia Jax are in a feud. Filling you in on the the extras of the female division because yeah. there's not much there. But so for the in the first of many decisions of the night that don't, I don't understand. Yeah. Nia Jax loses this match. Yes. And injured Sasha Banks yeah. steals the upset with a surprise roll-up mm-hmm. pin. I don't understand why. Uh, for Sasha going into, because I'm assuming, because this week on Raw, they... It Sasha, looks like it's supposed to be like a triple threat, Well, it is probably. a triple threat now because 
Sasha and Bailey had a match on Raw. Yeah. And Sasha beat Bailey and it became a triple threat. Right. So at WrestleMania, it's champion Bailey. Bailey defending against Sports. Charlotte yeah. and yeah. Sasha Banks. But this whole Nia Jax thing, like, she just, I don't know what it is about her. Like, she, she's, I, I want to like her. Yeah. But there's just not much there. Yeah. There's nothing to that. And I don't, I don't like her promos. Yeah, her promos aren't very good either. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It's just like even Sasha winning was just like this whole women's division has just been a fucking mess, dude. Like it just yeah. feels like it feels like they're trying stuff, but none of it's it's either we're not getting it. You know what I mean? Like what they're trying to get across yeah. or how they're trying to make us feel and we just aren't seeing it. Or it's just not good. It's one or the other. And it's just like, man, I feel like the women's division needs to be more than four women on yeah. Raw. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Because it's just like... You can have more than one storyline. Yeah, you can. Look at, you've got three Fancy hours. Look at SmackDown. <laughs> so, yeah. So, Sasha beats Nia so that basically that storyline is over so that Sasha can focus on... I kind the, of expected Sasha to win this match, though. Just because, like... Nia beat her at the Rumble on the pre-show. Yeah, but it just it's so weird for it to be injured Sasha beating her. And then after yeah. the match, Nia was like, okay. Yeah, she was just kind of okay with it. Like You'd expect her to, like... Weird decisions To, like, night. go Strowman and lose it on her. You'd but, think so. Yeah. Nope. Backstage in Mick Foley's office... Well, actually, we see a... It, it, this is something that happened on, during the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. The backstage in Foley's office... Rusev and Jinder Mahal for fucks I forgot about are this. arguing. So if we go way, way back, <laughs> way back to the incident with Enzo going to Lana's hotel room, yeah. Following that, Enzo got put in sensitivity training. Yep. Backstage at at Raw. Yeah. And also in the sensitivity workshop was Jinder Mahal. Yeah. And they they came to disagreements. So as a result of a mutual dislike of Enzo, Rusev and Jinder Mahal s- started sort of being a team. Yeah, they were kind of like, kind of they were they still didn't really like each other. They hung out and they like I think they had a tag team match. Yeah, they did. But they fought Enzo and Cass and Right. They just pinned Rusev. Yeah. Which you'd think, like, they would probably pin Jinder. Man, yeah. what's happened to Rusev? Ugh. What did he do? Who did he piss know. off? I don't know. That's what I want to know. He Rusev's was, great. He was so great. He still is he great. He had an amazing moment in this pay-per-view. Yeah. When he was fighting Big Show. Yeah. So the, they, they showed Rusev and Jinder arguing so, backstage how they wanted singles competition. Yeah. Right? How they're, they're, they're no longer getting along. Yeah. Uh, and so... I don't, they never showed why they weren't getting along. Foley is like... You guys want to have a best of seven series? Yeah. And they're like, no. I hit. chuckled at that. Yeah, that was good. That got me. Because always like, ah, I'm just kidding. And he's like, all right, he's like, fine. That would never work. <laughs> yeah, he's like, fine, go out there. I'll find you singles uh, partners. You guys decide who goes first. Yeah. So two random singles matches that weren't advertised for the show. Okay. So and you knew, you fucking knew, while watching this, the whole time you're like, they're filling up time because the main event. Yeah. Is not going to be long. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so, Jinder Mahal and Rusev go out separately. They start fighting in the ring. 
to this is them deciding who goes first. Uh, oh, fuck, I wish you were just like you were uh, lying or something. Like this didn't happen. Mahal knees Rusev in the head and sends him to the outside, and so he gets to go first. Yeah. And so the music hits, and it's uh, Cesaro and Sheamus enter. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus is wearing street clothes, so it'll be Cesaro fighting. Yeah. So Cesaro and Jinder Mahal have a match. Well, I mean, technically, Cesaro's always wearing street clothes, right? True, but Seamus is specifically not wearing his trunks. <laughs> yeah. Cesaro tears his street clothes off and is wearing his yeah. trunks. And uh, Cesaro wins with that big uppercut, doesn't he? Yeah, so yeah. Cesaro beats Jinder Mahal in a <clears throat> nothing match. Yeah, it just kind of happens. I mean, it's like an episode, of, it was just an episode of Raw. Yeah, so then <laughs> Rusev, and, Rusev and Jinder scrap a little bit more, and J- Rusev clears Jinder out of the ring. Yeah. And then, so now Rusev's ready for his opponent, and it's the big show. Yeah. And Looking slim. Yeah, still looking good, and they fight for a bit, and then... Fucking big show. The big show wins. Choke slams Rusev three times. Yeah. And then props the poor fuck up in the corner and gives him a knockout punch. Yeah. I was like, just stop. The man's already dead. Like, you don't need to do it anymore. Yeah. And I don't... Okay, so did they do this? Was this just like... Like, Jinder actually got to... Jinder actually got to, like, get some offense in across... Against Cesaro. Like, Rusev just got manhandled by Big Show. There was one great fucking point, though, where Rusev kicked Big Show, like, three times. Yeah. And he went for the pin, and Big Show kicked out, and... Rusev is on his knees going, three Machka kicks. He kicked out of three Machka kicks. It was fucking brilliant. Rusev's really funny. He's really funny. Yeah, like super funny dude. And I want more of that. Why can't we have that? And Big Show fucking chokeslams Rusev three times. And I don't know if, this is where I want to know. Was it booked that way? Or is this just like a spur of the moment kind of thing? Because the crowd was chanting one more time, one more time, yeah. one more time. So he just did it again. But why would he? Pro- he props him up in the corner, yeah, and then just fucking punches him in the jaw this, after three choke slams. This, these, both of these matches and the all the faffing about that surrounded them just felt like a phenomenal waste of time. Yeah, of everyone's time, Everybody. our time, the wrestlers' <laughs> time. Yeah. Like it was people not even watching it was a waste of their time. Yeah. <laughs> just like someone was just like someone's making dinner and they're just like I feel <laughs> I feel bored for some reason. And so is it but okay, so was it planned this way and Big Show was supposed to do that or cuz is he still fighting Shaq? Shaq? Shaq attack? I don't think so. That really? was rumored but I don't think it's happening. Probably cuz Shaq is not in good shape. I would just suspect so. Yeah. And Big Show is in the best shape of his life. And when Big Shaq eventually would beat Big Show, he'd be like, well, what the fuck is that? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know? Oh, so he's not fighting Shaq, as so, far as now that I know. Yeah. Weird. Just fucking weird. Like, why does he need to be chokeslammed three times? I don't know why I'm hung up on this, but I am. Like, why did Big Show have to... First of all, why did Jinder and Rusev have to lose have to lose these matches, but why did Rusev had to lose so badly? Yeah. That's what I want to know. Yeah. What are the, I just wish I knew what they were trying to accomplish with this because I can't figure it out. No, I have no idea. Other than time filler. I know you can say time filler, but there's just, there has to be something. Because this didn't, uh, we, we, we've also watched the Raw following Fastlane mm-hmm. and there's no follow, they're not even, Rusev's not even on Raw. No. There's no mention. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> I don't know, man. Sometimes it's just like, and this is—it just keeps getting weirder as we go on. 
yeah. from this point forward. Uh, from the tag match forward? Well, I guess the, cru- the Cruiserweight's next, right? The, the Cruiserweight match. Match of the okay. night? Yeah. Let's get... Okay, so... That's next. Moving on. The Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. King of the Cruiserweights, Neville, yeah. defending against the gentleman, Jack Gallagher, yeah. uh, for the title. Dude. <laughs> has How has Neville... Neville is exactly what that division needed. Oh, my God, like, yes. Like, how awesome is it to have that that badass, like, tough heel that... I mean, we're not booing him because he's no. awesome. <laughs> but it's just, like, just to have that, that tough-as-nails champion that someone's got to beat. Yeah. Oh, my God, Neville's perfect. He's great. Uh, Kathleen was just passing through the room and was like, wow, he looks so evil with that beard. Yeah. And he does. He looks, he does. He, he, he looks great. Mm-hmm. And uh, Jack Gallagher... Mm-hmm. Is uh, I actually this is actually a perfect um, comparison that I feel the same way about uh, Jack Gallagher as I do about uh, Wes Anderson, the <laughs> director. Wait, the horror guy? No, 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 no. no. He, um, he directs like Royal Town. I think Wes Craven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and uh, 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 the Life Aquatic and yeah. Grand okay. Budapest Hotel. Yeah. Uh, I would never in a million years want all movies to look like Wes Anderson movies, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad that <laughs> Wes Anderson is making Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad he's making movies that look like that, yeah. right? I would never want all wrestlers to wrestle like Jack Gallagher, because it would yeah. be stupid. Be but I'm so glad yeah. Jack Gallagher wrestles, wrestles like, like Jack Gallagher. It, right? like, he wrestles like a complete ninny, yeah. and it's amazing. Yeah, there's one. He's this, one like, point. poncy British... He literally... At the contract signing for this match, because Neville's also from the UK, he invited he invited Neville to join him in a cuppa. <laughs> he had like a he had like a like a porcelain tea set, and he was standing there in his waistcoat with his umbrella, and he was like, "Well, now that we've signed the contract, we would have a cup of tea," <laughs> you know. And uh, Neville just like flips the table. And <laughs> we talked last time about how he was like, uh, "Like I'm, I just wanted to let you know that I am going to interfere with this match now." Because you know? I'm not a scoundrel. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's so good. They're in the like. There's, it was like Arya Davari. Yeah, and some other guy having a match, and Jack comes out while they're still wrestling in the ring and announces that he's going to interfere in this match. It's fucking brilliant. And then him and I think we we talked about it, but Arya Davari and Jack had a gentleman's duel. Yeah, and that's where he first used that umbrella that he's using all the time. Yeah, um, yeah. Jack wrestles <laughs> just like. It's so different. Yeah. But it's still, he does the goofy stuff, but he's got a lot of stuff that hits really hard still. Like and it's tough. It's so clean. Yeah. That fucking headbutt yeah. that he does is unreal. He did a, he did a, uh, like a over the top rope, yeah. like a jump to the outside. Yeah. Or was it, it over the top bit, or was it through the ropes? I think it was over the top. Yeah. I think. Yeah, he does a little bit of everything. I mean, they both do. Like Neville's good. Neville can wrestle any style, I feel like. Yeah. And I feel like Jack's the same. And Jack does the weird stuff like when he did the, the handstand in the corner yeah. on the top turnbuckle and then Neville will go to run at him and, and Jack's like upside down. He just puts his foot out to stop him like, no, no, no. <laughs> like with, with his foot. It's really great. Did you, so uh, we talked last time also about how this new heel Neville, the bad guy Neville yeah. uh, tends to use uh, submission wins and doesn't use the, the red, red arrow yeah. because the red arrow is like, that's a super it's a flashy, it's a move that people like. And this match, Neville wins it, but he has to use the red arrow to do it. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. It was a really cool. Gallagher like, put up so much of a fight yeah. that Neville was like, 
Damn it! I have Damn, to. I have to pull out the red, the red arrow, arrow. Yeah. and did, did the red arrow and won the match it's on it. Fucking awesome! It was great. And we haven't seen the red. We haven't seen the red arrow since he came back. Yeah, I love that. That kind of storytelling is yeah. so good. He's like, oh, everyone should have. I think I, feel, I really do feel like a lot of wrestlers should have that that pocket move. You know, the mm-hmm. like what Cena was that avalanche. The yeah, Avalanche AA yeah, yeah, from, mean, the, from the yeah. second row. So when row someone moment. kicked out of it, they're like, oh. So yeah. when AJ Styles kicked out of it, we're all like. But in this match, too, there was like a couple of just unbelievable German suplexes from Neville. Like a, one of the, He does this like snap German suplex that's super fast. And then he did another one where he, I think he pushes Gallagher. And Gallagher goes chest first against the ropes. Mm-hmm. And then Neville just throws him over top of his head. And Gallagher lands like straight on his head. Yeah. And I was like I'm a little worried about that one. And he looked he looked really banged up afterwards. Yeah. Of course, he's also very pale, yeah. so it shows up pretty badly, but yeah. But Gallagher does these headbutts, and there's one headbutt where he hits Neville, and Neville's sitting on the top rope, and Neville just falls, like, knocked out, like, hanging. It was such a great visual. It just looked, like, absolutely decimated. Yeah. The match was awesome. If you have the network and you haven't watched this pay-per-view, please just go... I mean, the pay-per-view is not great, but this match is awesome. And this is definitely the best Cruiserweight match we've had. Yeah, in a while. The, well, since it started. Well, discounting the Cruiserweight Classic, but since right. the main roster debut, this is the best match. Yeah. And I'm excited going forward because the next night on Raw, Austin Aries is cleared to wrestle. Yeah. And he ended up attacking Neville during an interview that segment. so good. Um, we haven't talked much about Austin Aries, but <clears throat> he's a former TNA guy. Yeah, former TNA guy, came to NXT, yeah. did, a, did some good work in NXT, um, Had a great match with Nakamura, if you haven't seen that one. Yeah. I really like that match. Uh, reads the wrestling subreddit. Does he? Well, because <laughs> there was a joke on the wrestling subreddit that was like, attention wrestlers, if you read this subreddit, so, could you please like m- figure out a way to like mention a banana in your promo or something like that. And there was an NXT promo where Austin Aries finished his promo and then was like, oh, excuse me, my phone's ringing, and just puts a banana up to his head <laughs> and... And leaves or something. He does something with That's a. Amazing. He does something with a banana, yeah. and the the wrestling subreddit was like. Ah! <laughs> what? So yeah. So anyway. Oh, uh, that's great. Did some great work in NXT. Got got injured. Yeah. Then joined uh, while he was re- recovering from injury. Joined commentary for t- the two hundred five live. Yeah. And whenever they would do the cruiserweight match on Raw, he would uh, swap out for Byron Saxton. So it would be Michael Cole, Corey Graves, and uh, Austin Aries. Yeah. Uh, then it was announced that um, when he was when he would be cleared to wrestle, he would actually be joining the cruiserweight division rather than returning to NXT or the main roster. I think that's a good move too. Yeah, because and now he was a heel in NXT. He's a face now, but I think he's just going to eventually be a heel anyway. Well, but yeah, that's the thing. But like, he was a heel in NXT. He's been a heel on commentary, talking about how great he is. Yeah. Right. But people want to like him. Yeah. And so he's doing this interview with Neville on Raw the following night about uh, Fastlane, and Neville starts, like, berating him. Yeah. And then Adrian's like, well, I actually, or Austin Aries, Adrian Neville is, sorry. Yeah. Austin Aries is like, well, I actually have one more question for you. Well, it's less of a question, it's more of a statement. And then just decks him with the microphone. That's great. And just, and there's oh, attacks and him. Like and so they, currently, at least, Austin Aries in the Cruiserweight division is a face. And uh, that seems good. They're doing the promo packages for... Aries, and he's like, check out my package. It's huge. You should check out my big package. I heard they had to cut 72 hours of footage from it to cut it down to three minutes. (laughs) It's pretty funny. It made me laugh. Uh, Fastlane. Back to Fastlane. Backstage, there's a bit with uh, Paul Heyman talking to Charlie Caruso, who's the new backstage reporter, saying that Brock Lesnar, or sorry, Brock Lesnar (laughs) has every right to be here tonight, but is he? Who knows? 
Spoilers, no. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> and now the New Day comes out and talks about ice cream. Yeah. This is what the New Day has been doing for like weeks. So the New Day, because they, ice cream. they have nothing else for them, I guess, are hosting WrestleMania. And like that's that's great for the new day, and I'm thrilled that management has the confidence and the respect in the new day and what they bring to the table that they are giving them, you know, the the sort of moniker of like hosting WrestleMania. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Because so far the other hosts of WrestleMania since they started having hosts have been Hogan and The Rock. That's a good fucking point. And that's it, I think. But I mean, like the company they're in. Yeah. So like that's right. great. Yeah. But I'm really bummed that it's like, that that's it. It's like, well, you know that nothing's going to happen storyline-wise with them between now and Mania because they're not doing a match. Mm -hmm. And it's depressing that they can't think of anything interesting to do with them from a storyline perspective that they're just like, well, I guess you're hosting WrestleMania, sure. So it's like, on the one side, yay, and on the other side, come on. Yeah, that's how it felt like just instantly when I heard that. But now that you mentioned, like, I mean, Hogan and Raw, that's probably their... Like not when I say their, like I mean management, yeah. Vince or whoever it is, their thought process is like, well, I mean, Rock and Hogan have been hosts, yeah, <clears throat> but they were also inactive on the roster yeah. at the time. It's like this is the first time it's been inactive, and it just feels like we does New Day get to use a flamethrower? Oh, <laughs> like Rock did. I hope so it was so yeah. stupid. Um, I mean, it was stupid, but it was kind of cool. So basically. Week on week, this is what's been happening on Raw. New Day came out and talked about how they want ice cream. Yeah. The next week, they came out with a piece of paper that are the plans. Dude, the, I felt like this segment was awesome, by the for way. For their ice cream. And they had a match with Bo Dallas. And they had a match with Bo Dallas. <laughs> and he got mad and tore up the ice cream plans. He stole it. Well, it was like, yeah. he like, he got knocked outside the ring, and they were doing this thing where... New Day was all dancing, and then Bo started dancing, and they were just like, no, 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 no. And Bo got mad and stole the plans and then, like, held them hostage, and he was going to go rip them, and then he just ripped them in half. Yeah. The New Day sold it like they got hit with a gun, like shot with, or sorry, shot with a gun. Yeah. He's like, no. (laughs) So then the next week they come out and they have the ice cream plans, whatever that means, the recipe, I guess, (laughs) on an iPad. Yeah. But Lana... Also has the plans or swapped iPads or something. I was a little unclear, to be honest. I sort of zoned out. Yeah. And they destroy the iPad. Yeah. And so now at Fastlane, the New Day comes out with an ice cream cart. Yeah. Covered in amazing graphics with, like, ice cream pops based on all of the New Day. Yeah. It's really weird. It just reminds me of CM Punk. Oh, yeah, right. CM Punk wanted ice cream. He wanted ice cream bars. <laughs> yeah. Where are my WWE ice cream bars? And, like, Kofi's, it seems like, uh, not Kofi, it seems like Big E's gimmick through this thing is that he's wasted. Yeah. That was, like, in, in this, it was this pay-per-view, right? When they were, like, Big E was doing something. Yeah. They're, and they're, like, <laughs> are you drunk? Or, like, they don't say drunk, but. God, they kind of do. They kind of do. <laughs> like, they say something. They, well, they talk about, uh. They had the idea for Bootios, and everyone thought it was laughable, but they made their voices heard. And Big E starts going like, I hear voices in my head. He starts oh, singing, yeah. singing Randy Orton's theme song. Yeah. And then he starts singing something else again, and they're like, have you been, have you been, you been sipping? Sipping, yeah, that's <laughs> Like, are yeah. you, are you like, you know? And he doesn't deny it. I don't know. He's just like, <laughs> just sort of like looks. Weird, man. Yeah. This is, the se- this is it. This is the segment. That's it. And then they just leave, right? Yeah, and they talk about the cart, and then they're like, they want... 
ice cream at WrestleMania because New Day rocks. And then they leave. Yeah. What the hell? What the fuck? <laughs> it's a good thing they're so entertaining. Yeah. Because they are entertaining. And they can do so much good work. But yeah. this feels like a waste of their talents. Yeah. Maybe we said that a lot tonight. Yeah. <laughs> This is a weird pay-per-view, man. Weird pay-per-view. And it can, and only continues with Roman Reigns versus Braun Strowman is our next match. Just ripping through the card here. Yep. Um, Precursor. Yeah. I really like this match. It was a good match. The finish was weird. Yeah, we'll talk about that in we'll a sec. But, but I actually really like this match. So how did, we, how did we get here? Um, so... Roman Reigns, I mean Roman Reigns, Braun Strowman costs Roman Reigns a title at Royal Rumble. Yeah. And says, I was told that I would get, and says, and Strowman says to Kevin Owens, yeah. I was told that I would get a title shot Yep, if you defeated Roman at yeah. Royal Rumble. Did I say WrestleMania first? No, I think, I, I, I think it's a Royal Rumble. Okay. So then, you meant Royal Rumble. Yeah, I meant Royal Rumble. Regardless. Strowman and Kevin Owens have a match, yeah. and Roman Reigns interferes, yeah. causing a disqualification, question mark? I think that's how it ends. Um, at oh what at the Rumble? No, the the next night on Rumble. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Strowman has a title yeah. match with Kevin Owens, and then Roman Reigns interferes. Yeah, and then God, what happens? All I remember is the contract signing after that. I forgot they had a contract signing. Yep, it was weird. It's not even for a title. Roman broke the top turnbuckle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They uh, Strowman threw Roman into the turnbuckle, and the top rope popped out. Yeah. Looked cool. It was sweet, though. I actually really liked how Roman was all beat up, and then he, like, and, like crawled on back the table, the table to, sign the thing. to sign the contract. I thought that was pretty and cool. Strowman, who was, like, on his way up the ramp, turned around and watched him sign and was like, all right. All right. And he was sort of like, sweet, I get yeah. to beat the crap out of Roman Reigns. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty much how we got here. They yeah. just really don't like each other. Yeah. Um, which we, Which this is what we expected to happen leading into... Uh, WrestleMania, because the expectation after the Rumble was uh, setting up Reigns versus Undertaker, yep. but using Strowman as a, a holdover holdover feud in between. Yeah. So they have this match, yeah, which I feel like was pretty good. Yeah, I really liked it. Um, a Sturman, lot of people got Strowman put on a really good match. Yeah. Dude, how about the? Okay, sorry, Big Show and. Braun Strowman have a match on the main event of Raw. Oh, yeah. Like, two weeks before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braun Strowman does a kip-up. <laughs> they, yeah. they were chain wrestling. Yeah. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Big Show and Braun Strowman did, like, technical wrestling. Yeah. And the crowd loved it. Yeah. It was awesome. It was really good. Yeah. Sorry, I just had to bring that up. I've just been more impressed. I'm, like, becoming a fan. I didn't think I would become a fan of Braun Strowman because that archetype in wrestling yeah. I've never gravitated towards. Like, the big monster heel. He's like, the first one that's been good in years. Yeah. Right? I don't I don't even know like since Kane? Yeah. Like like Kane he's like he he's gearing up to be Kane Undertaker levels of big man. Yeah. As you would say like who can actually Apparently Big Show's been working with him. Really? Like backstage. It's showing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's definitely showing cuz whatever the work they're putting into Braun Strowman like he's just Yeah. He, well, he's know. picking it up. Yeah. He's doing good work. Yeah. And Reigns can always Reigns perform. Reigns can wrestle. Oh yeah. All right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll defend that hit. I'll I'll die oh, we've on said that hill. That, we've said that before. Yeah. Reigns can wrestle, so they put on a His really good match. His character sucks. <laughs> yeah, God, they put on a good match. Yeah, 
a lot of people are hung up about I mean, yeah. Roman wins, which is weird. Because we've complained about Super Rim Roman before. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just another in a long chain that on this night of strange booking decisions. Uh, Braun Strowman, who has never been pinned or submitted. Yeah. He has, he's lost matches due yeah. to other reasons, but in singles competition, Braun Strowman has never been pinned and has never submitted. Yeah. And for some reason, I think, fast lane yeah. is when they decided to, to pull that Band-Aid off versus be, Roman Reigns. To be fair, in the context of the match, Braun Strowman went to the fucking top rope, by the way. Yeah. And went for a big splash and missed. Yeah. And then Roman hit the spear. And Braun, earlier in the match, kicked out a Roman spear, which is a big deal. Because the only other person that I can think of that kicked out of Roman spear, Brock Lesnar. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I don't think so. I think as soon as he hits that, it's over, right? Like, I'm trying to think of anybody else that kicked out of the spear. And I know I've asked this question before, and I think it's just Brock Lesnar. Uh, did he hit the spear on Finn? In that Finn Balor versus Reigns match right after? I don't think so. Right after the brand split? Yeah. That was a while ago, though. Someone will tell us. So, sure. okay. Do, so, do I think that uh, the mystique of Braun Strowman has been ruined by this no. single clean, clean loss cleanest, to Roman Reigns? The cleanest, like Mr. Uh, clean, yeah. squeaky clean. <laughs> so, no, I don't. No. But, similarly, do I think they needed to break that streak to make, to build Roman up for a match against Undertaker at Mania? No, I don't. I don't think it was necessary to have Roman win this match. Mm-hmm. I don't think... Him winning this match hurt Strowman in the long run, but I also don't think it was necessary. Yeah. So it's it seems weird they, to me. They really kind of like just wrote themselves into a corner with this storyline, right? Like neither guy really needs to win. This we whole, can't really have. We, like, like, I mean, you could argue both sides that both guys need to win, but you can't really have Roman lose clean because a lot of people expected just like why not have the Undertaker cost Roman the match. Which makes sense. Yeah. I don't know why they didn't do it, but yeah. I, am, I am in the understanding that they had Roman win clean just to get him ready for Undertaker. That's it. This was the only vehicle. Yeah. That was it. And I understand why they did it. I don't really like it, but. Yeah. I mean, but again, like, I'm, I, I, I just want to make it clear. I think, I think it was, I think it was the wrong choice. Yeah. But I don't think it was the wrong choice because I think that. That this loss will negatively impact Strowman, or that it ruins the buildup that they've been gi- that they've given him. Yeah, I just don't think it was necessary, and now you no longer have that he's never been pinned or submitted thing. Yeah, right. This whole I think part of it might also be that this whole night was this ongoing litany of like this thing has never happened. Oh, it happened. Yeah, right. Yeah, like Sasha injured Sasha Banks, beat Nia Jax. Yeah, Roman beat uh, Braun Strowman clean. Yeah. And more to come. I think that with Roman, it's like Braun has been kind of just picking on other people, like a lower on the, like if you're looking at it in kayfabe terms, Braun has really just been picking on the small fish, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. Like he hasn't been fighting anybody really high up. And he's he like, keeps, I want competition. He keeps demanding competition from Foley, and, and the he most gets. he's ever got was Sami Zayn. Yeah, so he loses to Roman Reigns, who, like it or not, he is, he, in the context of this universe, Roman is one of the strongest characters yeah. as far as, like, if you gave him stats. Yeah. In this video game, Roman is one of the strongest characters. He's, you the, would pick sc- him. he's the squirrel girl of the <laughs> WWE. <laughs> a- 
Squirrel Girl is like the most powerful yeah. Marvel hero ever, basically. Yeah, she like paper. Roman is the strongest. Yeah, and 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 Braun. I think that it's fine for a big monster to still show a little bit of humanity and biting off more than he can chew. Yeah, because I, agree. I mean, it's what they're doing with Lesnar too, right? Like Lesnar bit off more than he could chew with Goldberg. Yeah, and so that's I like don't, I, like again, I, I don't it, I don't hate. The decision. Yeah. I just I think it was the wrong decision. But fair. I totally like, again. I don't. I'm not even disagreeing. Yeah. But I, I, I understand. I understand why they did it. Yeah. You know. Just like I'm not. I'm just not surprised by anything that Roman does anymore. I'm just like, oh, all yeah. right. Yeah. You know. Like I'm just kind of like. I don't want to say I'm just like I'm like I'm. I'm not just acquiescing to it. Like, no. I haven't just given up. But I'm just like, all right. I think I said a couple episodes ago that I had. You did? You just yeah, like, then I was like, I just don't care. Yeah. I just realized I don't care. I just understand why they do it. Yeah. And it doesn't make me mad anymore. It's great. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's like it's just like, okay, this is what they want to do. And even, like, Roman, like, we could just, it's be, very, we could cover Roman every episode very, on this. It's very zen. It's yeah. like, once you don't give a shit about Roman, you don't care about yeah. Roman. It's just like, you know? it's fine. Yeah. But we could honestly just talk about this every episode. Yeah, like this polarizing Roman Reigns issue. <sighs> but I think we have. We have. Don't we? we br- don't we, we talk it about it every episode? Time, yeah, we bring it all up right. all the time. Let's move on. Yeah, women's championship match. Yes, Bailey defending against Charlotte earlier. Wait a, wait a second, Graham. Yeah. Wait a second, Graham. Bailey defending against Charlotte. Yeah. Hold up. <sighs> what happened? Uh, because the last time we talked was Royal Rumble, right? Yep. Well, in the intervening weeks, uh, Charlotte and Bailey had a championship match that was the main event of Monday Night Raw, and Bailey won. Yep. Now, how did Bailey win that match? Bailey won. Uh, Bailey was in the figure eight. Yep. And earlier in that match, Dana Brooke had come down yep. with some shenanigans, and then Sasha Banks came down to even the odds. Yeah. And while Bailey was in the figure eight, Sasha hit Charlotte with the crutches. Yeah. And then Bailey hit a Bailey to belly. And Bailey wasn't aware Where, that yeah. that had happened. And so, uh, and then pinned Charlotte and won. And yeah. then the next week, uh, Steph was like, well, Bailey, you, you could see from the tape that obviously you didn't really beat Charlotte. Uh, you only beat her because Sasha hit her with the crutches. So you should really give, you should relinquish that title. Yeah. Just such a dick move. And Bailey's like, gee, crowd, do you think yeah. I should relinquish the title? Because yeah. I don't. Yeah. yeah you know, yeah. Well, Sasha came like, down and was like, hell no, you should never give up that title. Yeah. You earned it. And uh, I didn't like this segment. Most of this storyline has not been great. No. Um, what happened? Why? Okay, why do? Why does it feel like Sasha and Bailey come across really wooden lately? I mean, they all do a little bit. On, honestly, on the, on the Monday Night Raw... Following Fastlane, uh, there was another instance of Charlotte on commentary. This is when I would agree with you because I was listening. Yeah, I was like, I better really listen to this because Graham. Yeah, and Michael Cole talked off about it last time. And Michael Cole be and like, she was awful. He'd be like, you know, like the vo- like volleyball. He'd be like, so Charlotte, here's a question for you. Hup. And Charlotte's like, just misses. You know, she's like, well, yes, Michael, I said that before. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, she's not good on commentary. No. But yeah, Bailey's promos Bailey's have sounded kind better. of wooden. I, I, 
I don't know. I think I I get they've they've done good promos, so I guess it's the script. I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on, man. So it's like So Bailey's the champ. Yeah. And earlier on Fastlane, she confronts Charlotte backstage and is like, you know, let's settle this correctly, mm-hmm. right? You and I, one on one, send Dana Brooke to the back. Don't have your little toady out at ringside. And Charlotte's like, how dare you? I, I don't need her to, I would never use her for advantage. How dare you even suggest such a thing? Yeah. But to Charlotte's credit, during her entrance, she comes out with Dana Brooke and they get partway down the ramp and Charlotte goes, all right, head to the back. Yeah. And Dana's like, what the shit? Yeah. And, and Charlotte's like, no, don't argue with me. Go to the back. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, all right. Yeah. Go Charlotte. And, uh, I still really like Charlotte. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's, <laughs> her character's great. Yeah. She's good at it. She's great in the ring. It's just improv, not her strongest suit, no. but whatever. That's fine. Like, you can't be good at everything, right? Yeah. Um, and so they're having a match. They're having a, a, a match without interference from Dana Brooke. Yeah. And it's a fine match. And uh, at one point near the end, Charlotte goes up to the top rope to do a to do her massive moonsault. Yeah. And uh, Sasha runs down. Mm-hmm. And they fight. Dude, she in, like jumps in, down. Sasha straight up hits Charlotte in front of the referee. In full view of the ref, who does not disqualify. Uh, that would be a WDQ of Bailey. This was the only point in the, the night where I was like really fucking upset. Like yeah. just like just like what the <coughs> fuck just happened? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because it's like it's full view. It, this this should be a DQ on like Bailey should be disqualified because someone attacked Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, it means that she would get to keep the title, but it should be a DQ. Yeah. But for some reason, the ref just doesn't call it. Yeah. And Bailey's sort of out of it, doesn't realize that Sasha is there or that Sasha was doing this. And so... God, who did they just recently do this kind of... Oh, this is kind of like the... This is, a, this is a lot like... Remember the Becky Lynch Charlotte yeah. thing where they were like, she was cheating and she was like, are you cheating? She's like, no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, there's no replays. You don't have to watch those. This is kind of like Bailey, but Bailey yeah. and Sasha. Okay. And so... Charlotte has... Bailey rolled up and she grabs a handful of tights. Real awkward, like Sasha's like, "Hey, she's holding the tights. She's holding the tights." And the ref is just like, "This whole thing didn't work." Yeah, what they were trying to do, and it's just like it was messy. Sasha was attacks confusing. Charlotte. Bailey hits the Bailey to belly. Charlotte kicks out. Charlotte rolls Bailey up, grabs the tights. Sasha's like, "Hey, ref, she's cheating." And the ref's like, "Oh, yep, you're right. Yeah. You know, break it up." Bailey hits the Bailey to belly again, pins Charlotte, and wins. And now Charlotte, again, this, like, Charlotte Flair undefeated on pay-per-views, yeah. gone. Six, wasn't she 16-0? Yeah. Now that's gone. Yeah. What, that, I don't know why they didn't save that for Mania. I don't know either. I thought, I mean, we all thought that Charlotte was getting her title back at the pay-per-view. Yeah. And then at Mania, she would get pinned by... Somebody. Probably Bailey. Probably Bailey. Yeah, and then, like and then, and, and then, not only does Bailey get to win at Mania, but also gets to break Charlotte's undefeated streak at Mania. Mm-hmm. But instead, it's just like it. The undefeated streak goes with this weird thing with Sasha. Like for some reason, not getting DQ'd for attacking Charlotte. Yeah, it doesn't weird, dude. I think that I didn't like it. I did not like it. The the reason. T- to pin Charlotte was t- 
to just get away from this streak, I guess. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I understand why they should have just saved it for WrestleMania. Yeah, it just didn't like, feel like the right time to do that's this. What I, that's the only explanation I can think of, like, as far as them saying, like, we got to get away from the streak. Let's just do it now. You know? Yeah. Like pulling a Band-Aid off. I don't, like, I don't think that was the right call. No. I don't think so either, but from like a fan standpoint, just from a storyline standpoint, I mean, it definitely got predictable. Like, Charlotte loses title matches on Raw, but the pay per view comes around and she gets her title back, right? Like, yeah. it was like, ugh, like, okay. But again, it felt so weird. Four weeks away from WrestleMania and they just do it now? Like, just this is where I want to be a fly on the wall. Like, with this, whatever goes on backstage, like if and like hear these conversations. It should have been a no contest. Yeah. Right? Like, if Sasha comes out, then they call for a DQ, then Charlotte can get all huffy because she did the right thing in sending Dana to the back and Sasha still came out, mm. but not at Bailey's behest. Then they can argue about it and have the match at Mania, and then Bailey can retain, which still, which then kills the undefeated streak because a DQ doesn't affect doesn't count. Charlotte's streak. Yeah. Right? And I, I would have booked it differently. Yeah. It just felt so weird, and it was so clunky, and the whole... Th- clunky is a very good just word like, for this whole thing. The, just Sasha hitting Charlotte in front of the referee was just like... And the ref's like, hey... Are we savages? Like, we yeah. just... <laughs> you know what I mean? Is there no rules? Yeah. Like, WWE uh, just released a rule book <laughs> for everyone they did, to yeah. read. The rules are in paper. Yeah. I want to read about that tag team rule where they can break up the pin once each. Because I'm pretty sure that's real. You're pretty sure that's a thing? Yeah. That like each I need to see each team gets to break up a pin once. What? I've never heard this rule. I'm pretty sure that's legit. <laughs> oh, that's great though. Yeah, one breakup. So everyone's watching their watching their clock here and they're like it's main event time. And they're like, how much longer is there on this pay-per-view? Like ten minutes. <laughs> oh and like Goldberg's entrance takes like three. Yeah. Okay, because here we are, the main event, Goldberg, yep. challenging Goldberg, Gold- challenging Kevin Owens yep. for the WWE Universal Championship. Okay. Hi. So. Yeah. Bright spot. Yeah. Did you think this year you would be saying Goldberg fought Kevin Owens, former Kevin Steen? For the Universal title no. in the WWE? Well, actually, this is my favorite part about the lead-up to this is this promo that Kevin Owens cut. So after the Rumble, Goldberg comes out on Raw and is like, I want the title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And It was pretty sweet, though. Goldberg put himself on the list. Yeah. That segment. He grabbed the list from Jericho and wrote his own name. I thought that was pretty great. Yeah. And so... But basically, yeah, Goldberg just demands a title shot. Yeah. And he's just like, all right. Well, I mean, and well, Jericho is the one who's like, like "Yeah, right, sure." And yeah. Kevin's like, what "The hell, excuse man!" Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. Yeah. What? Baking powder. And I guess we'll come back to Owen's promo in a second because, of course, what happens first between Jericho accepting the fight against Goldberg on Kevin's behalf yeah. and this match at Fastlane is an episode of Raw live from Las Vegas, the Festival of Friendship. Oh my god. I said on Twitter, this is this segment yeah. is everything that's beautiful about wrestling. Yeah. This one segment. It was so weird. And it was awesome and it was like a roller coaster of emotions. Yeah. We have spent we had spent eight months. Yeah. Eight months of the best friendship between dating back to before SummerSlam, because yep. it was at SummerSlam where 
Jericho and KO teamed up and fought Enzo and Cass, right? I think so, yeah. That was the first time? Or I was think it so. the pay-per-view before that? Yeah. I think it was at SummerSlam. And it was from then all the way looping around. So yeah, the Festival of Friendship was that uh, Jericho was like, we're going to have a Festival of Friendship to talk about how great our friendship is. And yeah. Kevin's like, right. okay. Yeah. So it's Vegas. Two note, too, very important. There's a backstage segment at this Raw. Yeah. Triple H pulls aside Kevin Owens. Just to talk to him for a second. And he wants to talk to him, and Jericho goes to go with him. He's like, oh, no, 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 I just want to talk to Kevin. He's like, oh, right. Yeah. So then... He has this chat with Triple H, and you're like, immediately you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so Jericho comes out in a sequin vest and, and sequin trilby yeah. with, Vegas, with Vegas showgirls. <laughs> it's so great. They come, they come down to the ring. Owens is there with the title looking really uncomfortable. Yeah. Jericho unveils a statue. Yeah. G- g- what's the word he used? The sculptor. It's like a Guggenheimer or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Some sort of playoff yeah. of like... Guggenheim, like yeah, yeah. He he makes up some like European sculptor, and it's like this like two figures like sort of twisted around and looking at each other. It's like it's. <laughs> I would be uncomfortable if a friend got that for me. Yeah, like, hey, were like, yeah. I got this to as a token of our friendship. I'd yeah. be like, this seems <laughs> like more than friendship, <laughs> which is great. But I'm not into it. Yeah, you know. Uh, and so Kevin's like, "What yeah. is this?" And Jericho's like, "It's okay. It's okay. You'll love. You'll love the. You know." And he's basically doing like a "This is your life," except it's like a "This is our friendship" sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, the peace de resistance. Jericho's oh, like, "Oh, if you don't like this, the creation of Kevin." Yeah. And then he's like, "How about this?" And he pulls this red velvet drape off this painting, and it's, and it's the creation of Kevin Owens. It's the creation of man. Yeah. But instead of man and God, it's Kevin Owens and Jericho. <laughs> it's fucking awesome. And Jericho's like wearing his wrestling tights. Like he's just wait, like, no, Jericho's man and Kevin yeah, Owens is God. God. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they're doing like, like touching the finger fingertips. Thing, yeah. And Jericho's like, yeah, you can have it. It's all yours. He's like, I can't hang this up in my house. Like I have yeah. kids. They don't want it. They can't show them. I can't show them this. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Jericho's like, okay, 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 okay. Well, I've got, I got a magician. Oh, they right. bring out friendship, friendship the, the magician. magician. <laughs> and he does a couple things and it's, they're um, not very good. Not very good and Owens isn't impressed and Kevin o- or Jericho puts friendship the magician on the list for not impressing his best friend Kevin yeah. Owens. He's like, "Yeah, you know what? You're right. You are a bad magician. Get out of here. You're going on the list." <laughs> yeah. So then then Kevin says, "I got a present for you." And he opens it up and Jericho is like overcome with emotion. He looks oh, so happy. Sorry, before this too. Um Jericho says like, "Oh, he goes like very like what I would assume is just actual Chris Jericho, like the person talking. Yeah. Where he's like, Oh, this has been the best year of my life. Yeah. Like my like career's been rejuvenated. Our like, friendship has made my last year here one of the best ever. It was awesome. You know, this has been so special. Yeah. Uh, and then he opens up the present and he's getting like legit choked up and he's like, It's a new list. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And then he picks it up and you see on the back of it it says the list of KO. Yeah. Just as Jericho says, Wait, why is my name on the list? And he lifts it up, and you see like the full shot, the, the list of KO. Like, no! Everyone's then, like, no! Yeah, and then Owens was, just tackles him. And yeah, beats him up, beats the tar. Throws out him of into him. the as with every good breakup, throws him into a TV or a window yep. or something. Yep. That's like I think that's in the rule book. I think so. I'm pretty sure if you yeah. break up with somebody, like if this show ever breaks up, 
Yeah. One of us is getting thrown. I know, this right? <laughs> Someone's got to wheel a barbershop window in <laughs> so one of us can get genetted through it. Yeah. Um, so. so, yeah, so the, uh, that, that all came, came crashing down. Yep. That's As, it, man. The, and then um, the next week on Raw is this amazing promo from Kevin Owens. Would you call it character defining? Yeah, the character defining promo yeah. for Kevin Owens. It was spectacular. The show starts. And it's just Kevin Owens sitting in a chair in the middle of the ring Dude, with a spotlight. How sick was it? It was like, they announced Kevin Owens. Yeah. His music doesn't play. Yeah. It's black. And then, bang, the spotlight comes on. Yeah. And it's Kevin Owens sitting in a chair. Mm-hmm. It was really, really good. Well, just just the... he's Because what you were talking about with, you know, can you imagine 2017, Bill Goldberg versus Kevin Steen, right? And he's yeah. like, he's like, if you told me that this is the situation I'd be in, I'd be like... Well, of course I'm the champion defending my title in the main event of a pay-per-view. Yeah. That's where I always assumed I would be. Yeah. Like, that's not a surprise. So good. The fact that I'm defending it against Bill Goldberg, (laughs) who, by the way, Kevin Owens and Goldberg have been having an amazing Twitter fight. And Goldberg's losing miserably. (laughs) It's not not close. Goldberg is not a good tweeter. (laughs) No. No, not close. Uh, and he's like, Bill Goldberg, I would be like, what? Yeah. Because this makes no sense. Yeah. Goldberg from WCW in 2017, challenging for the title of the main event of a pay-per-view. Yeah. And so he's like, he's like, sure, you beat Brock Lesnar in a minute and 26 seconds. Lesnar underestimated you. Mm-hmm. He was, he, you surprised him. He, he had no idea what to make of you, and you caught him off guard. Yeah. Good for you. I'm smarter than you. I'm smarter than either of you. And I don't need to fight you. I just need to outsmart you. And I can and will do that. I, I need to outlast you. Because he's basically like, without outright saying it, he's basically saying, you're old and you will get tired. Yeah. And I just need to last longer than you. And I can do that. And... This is this won't be a this won't be a contest, and you I will still be the champion. You probably find this segment on YouTube. Yeah, probably. You should go look it up. It's a really really good it's promo. Brilliant. And then at the end, he's like, "And I suppose you're all wanting to know about why I did what I did to Chris Jericho." As far as Jericho's concerned, and he just drops the mic and leaves. Yeah. Oh it was God. such a good promo. <laughs> First of all, positives. The faith that the company has in Kevin Owens to just give him like a 20-minute slot yeah. to open the show is, a, is an incredible vote of confidence. Yeah. So that's why even the build-up to this match and what happened, I was still like okay with everything mm-hmm. because this progression from, from Kevin Owens coming in and being the character he was in NXT and then the team-up with Jericho happened and he kind of just moved more into like a comedy role and a lot of people... Felt like that didn't help his championship run. Yeah, I, I felt like it was fine. It was just showing us another side yeah. of this Kevin Owens character. And then after the Festival of Friendship, he just snapped right back into this old Kevin Owens. Yeah, and it's like fuck. Yeah, I say old, but it's like a year old. It's not yeah. that old, but the previous Kevin Owens. Yeah, and I am just like all in on this character because he is so good at playing it. Yeah, the way he walks to the ring, the way he looks around at the crowd. The way that he does everything is just like, th- this is where I was like, fuck, I know they're not going to just please let Kevin Owens win this match. Because this character is just, there's so much there to explore. Yeah. <sighs> now, 
what 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 were your guesses going in? Your like actual sort of percentages on oh on him actually winning retaining this? I was like fucking less than one percent. Yeah, I did like, not have high hopes that he would retain this. No. But I mean, I made on a bold prediction on Twitter. I was like, Kale's retaining tonight. But on the strength of this promo, yeah, I had hoped for more. Yeah, and we'll talk about why. I actually didn't think there was going to be much more than this. This is what was going to happen. So in. yeah, so. Uh, it's the main event. By the way, I forgot to mention because I know that some people will be will be will be uh, curious. Uh, this is live from the Bradley Center in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh. Brought to you by Tap Out and Lego Worlds. Your main event of Fastlane 2017, <laughs> uh, Goldberg versus Kevin Owens. Yeah. So uh, Goldberg's ridiculous uh, entrance. Um, you know, there's cheers, there's booze, but mm-hmm. mostly cheers because it's Goldberg. Goldberg. Kevin Owens comes out. Owens kisses the title. Uh, Goldberg yells at him, kiss it goodbye, boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also love that Owens has just been calling him Bill yeah. the whole time. He's like, hey, Bill. <laughs> I think at one point in this, in the while they're kind of circling each other, or like while they're trash talking, yeah. Kevin Owens calls him a piece of shit, which is pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. So, um, the bell hasn't rung. They're sort of facing off in the ring, and Owens immediately like drops down, rolls out of the ring, yeah. and just starts walking around. To just sort of like play some mind games. And then he gets back in the ring and he's like psychs himself up and he's like, all right, all right, here we go. And then drops out and rolls back out of the ring. Yeah. And, and Goldberg's like, okay, sure, whatever. And then he does it a third time. And commentary, and this is where I was starting to get hopeful, commentary even mentions that like that time, the third time, Goldberg started to look annoyed. Yeah. Right? And uh, the ref still won't ring the bell, Right. It was at this point where I was like... Goldberg gets back in the ring and is like, all right, let's do it, let's do it. Ring the bell, ref, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell. The ref does not ring the bell. Chris Jericho's music hits. Well, it's like, no, the bell rings. No, not yet. Oh, it doesn't yet? This is what what pissed me off. Jericho's music, one of the things that pissed me off. Jericho's music hits. Yeah. Owens turns to the ramp. Jericho comes out in a brand new shiny jacket. Brand new, a brand new iteration of the LED jacket. Yeah. Owens looks stunned at <clears throat> Jericho. Then the ref rings the bell. Immediately Goldberg pins Owens. Not pins it. Well, basically Spears, Spears Owens. Owens is like, oh, my everything. <laughs> Goldberg picks him up. Jackhammer. One, two, three. Wins the title. Twenty-two seconds. Yeah. So here's here's a couple things that upset me about this. Yeah. During all the dicking around that Owens did. The ref never rang the bell. Owens gets in his corner and is like, all right, I'm ready. Ring the bell, ring the bell, ring the bell. And the ref is like, no, 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 no. I got to make sure that everything's okay. And still won't ring the bell. Yeah. Jericho's music hits. Owens is like, whoa, and turns to the ramp. And then the ref is like, now's an appropriate time. (laughs) Yeah. That pissed me off. Yeah. And then just because of this whole promo about... Owen's mind games about what he was going to try and do. I was hoping for like something, something, you know, just like an attempt to 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 execute on his plan. Yeah, and it didn't happen. He didn't get a single thing. He turns to Jericho immediately, gets speared, gets picked up. Jackhammer, one, two, three. Goldberg wins. Yeah, it's just such a my less than one percent. It's just such a letting an air out of the tire. My less than 1% guess, if Owens won, was there was 
an old, there was a promo when Bret Hart was in WCW. And Bret Hart was in a program with Goldberg. Yeah. And Bret Hart's out there and he's doing cutting this promo and he's wearing like a Calgary Hitman oh. jersey. And Goldberg comes out and they talk trash for a while and Goldberg spears Bret. Yeah. And then immediately goes limp. And everyone's like, what the fuck happened? And Bret pulls a metal plate out that he was wearing, and I was like, less than 1%, that's what Owens does. Oh, man. Right? That'd be amazing. Right? Like, that was where I was like, if Owens wins this match, they should do that. That'd because be it would so cool. fucking brilliant. Oh, wow. But, I mean, they didn't. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't mad when this happened. I wasn't really upset. I was disappointed. Yeah. I felt so bad for Kevin Owens because he's been so great for the last eight months. Yeah. And even with the new, with the I, the old, the and, new old Kevin Owens coming yeah. back. And to be clear, I wasn't upset that Goldberg won because I, I don't give I, a I couldn't fuck about be, Goldberg because I couldn't. I expected that to happen. Yeah. I don't. I don't think Goldberg versus Lesnar needs the title. I don't think it. It was already a spectacle enough, but yeah. fine. Um, you know, I, maybe it was part of Goldberg's deal that he actually gets to hold the title again. Who knows? I'm like, not, whatever. I was. I didn't expect Owens to retain, and I didn't expect it to be anywhere of a decent match. Right, like. He beat Brock Lesnar in a minute and twenty six seconds. Yeah. He dumped he dumped Lesnar out of the Royal Rumble almost immediately. Right? I was not expecting this to be like a fair fight. Mm-hmm. I was just expecting anything, anything other than what happened, which was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so. <coughs> yeah. I, I mean, was like I was a like I just knew this was going to happen. Like, yeah, I just, I just, I just, like, the reason I say that is to be clear that when I say I was let down by this, it's not that I was let down that like, Owens didn't retain, or I was yeah. let down that it was a complete squash. I w- that, that's fine. I was I was I accepted those. Mm-hmm. I, I was let down that it was that that's all it was. Yeah, was it was twenty two seconds. I'm mildly annoyed that two part timers are fighting for the title. And one of the part-timers is going to be walking away with that title. Yeah. And it's like, when are we going to see the title again? Because yeah. it was just, uh, I like having it around. Yeah. You know? I mean, the Lesnar thing when he was the champion two years ago. That was weird. It was fine at the time, but it got real old real quick. Yeah. Because they, the, I feel like they weren't, the storylines without the title weren't good enough. No. So, and I don't have enough faith in them being able to do it again. Yeah. So... I understand why they did, like, I, I mean, I have explanations to myself why they did a lot of stuff, and I understand why a lot of people are, are upset, because a lot of the decisions throughout this card were real fucking strange. The whole card was weird. Um, but the wrestling was really good. Like, all the matches were good in in, to, in a vacuum, like, no storyline. Like, yeah. But the storyline stuff was bizarre. Yeah. But, if five years ago you had said to me that in 2017... Yeah. Jinder Mahal would have a singles match on a pay-per-view. Yeah. I would have been very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking ripped, by the way. Dude. He's looking mean. You cannot hinder the gender. <laughs> he is a vascular man. Is that what he said before? Is that, was that his old... I don't know phrase? if that's him or he the subreddit. The, he can't, can't hinder, hinder the gender. gender. That's great. Dude. Yeah, he is, he, is, he is buff. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but we're going to WrestleMania. The following night on Raw... Uh, Chris Jericho came out, yeah. and I said this to you on 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 Slack. That I, this promo from Jericho—he's very very somber, and he's like, "Kevin Owens stabbed me in the back of Jericho, twisted in man." 
Just like really, really so flat, deadpan, really like, deadpan delivery. It's so brilliant. It's like, and the crowd didn't even react. No. I was like, how are you not fucking popping for that? I was like, in my, at home, watching by myself, I was like, yes. He delivered it too flat. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It was, it was brilliant. But yeah, so um, Owens came out and, and uh, they were like. He actually explained why he did it. Oh, also, Kevin Owens said this strange thing mm. where he was like, I'm not worried about the universal title because I've been told that I can have a rematch wherever and whenever I want. Nice. Which sounds money in the bankish. Yeah. It does. I know they probably won't do it that way, but yeah. just the way he's delivered it was mm-hmm. like, I can do it wherever and whenever I want. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, he called Chris Jericho, he, was, he, he used him as a tool because when they even shouted back to when Kevin Owens first won the Universal title. Yeah. And he was like, um, Triple H told me, like, mm-hmm. I need someone to watch my back. Yeah. And you were the. You were gullible. Yeah, and yeah, he yeah. says that he's been working Jericho from the beginning. He's like, look at Sami Zayn. We were best friends for 14 years, and I turned on him. Yeah. You think we were ever friends? No, yeah. I was using you the entire time. Yeah. And so they get, they sort of argue back and forth, and they decide that they're going to have a match at WrestleMania for Jericho's U.S. title. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, sweet. And then they sort of start coming to blows in the ring, and Samoa Joe comes out. Yeah. Because now Owens and Joe are both sort of like working for Triple H, mm-hmm. and they both attack Jericho. But then, so rarely do you get to say an actual like, oh, it's so-and-so with a steel chair, but (laughs) Sami Zayn with a steel chair runs in, because of course Sami and Samoa Joe have been having trouble, and they fight, and then they have a tag team match later that night, because Jericho is now, I guess, a face, because he doesn't like Kevin Owens, so sure, okay, all right, fair enough. And then uh, Goldberg comes out later. And is like, yeah, I have the title. So now I'm fighting Lesnar for the title. <laughs> I really wish that the way he gave that for him. I was like, <laughs> yeah, 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 I have the title. I'm, I'm Bill Goldberg. Hello. I have the title. No, instead he just, yeah. they have a mic on him when he walks the ring. And he's like. <laughs> yeah, he does weird things. <laughs> just weird snorts. And Anyway, he comes out. Heyman comes out. And he's like, I, I'm not so stupid that I'm going to come into the ring with you. Not without this guy. Yeah. Lesnar shows up. Hey, and Lesnar's back. I've never been so happy to see Lesnar. I'm actually like, you know what I, I mentioned before that my honeymoon with Lesnar is yeah. kind of over it? It's coming back now. Because yeah. I'm just like, ah. Uh, now that he's lost, it's like, okay, he's not invincible anymore. Yeah. It's just like, you can be Lesnar. So Kick his ass, Lesnar. <laughs> they're, they're, they're nose-to-nose in the ring, and Goldberg is like, He's not backing down. He's not, he looks like he's ready for Lesnar at any moment. And Heyman's just rambling, just talking, 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 talking. And then Heyman makes this comment about how, like, after WrestleMania, when Brock walks out, you'll be known as Brock's bitch. <laughs> and that makes Goldberg go, like, just look to his side, like, the hell did you just say? <laughs> yeah. And that is enough of an opening for Lesnar to tackle him F5 and completely wind Goldberg. Shoutouts to Bill Goldberg for not dropping the title while getting an F5. Yeah. By the way, he had it like on his shoulder still. Yeah. <laughs> but he sold it too. So it's like, aha, Goldberg can be beaten by an F5. Yeah. So it's who what's gonna happen first? The F5 or the spear? It's Goldberg and Lesnar at WrestleMania. The main event. They're going last. They I guess they have to. They're don't going they? last. Even though they have been for weeks on SmackDown, they've been referring to the to the heavyweight t- uh Title match as, as, the main event. as the main event of WrestleMania. This is one of those like it's like roadblock. Yeah, there's four main events. Four main, no six main, main events. events. No main events. Sorry, I know they were in Chicago for Raw. Can you fuck stop chanting CM Punk, please? Yeah, like <laughs> I like him too, but like, come on. 
during like the women's segment and stuff like that? Yeah. There was also, a, uh, there was the a guy only... in the YouTube comments last time yeah. and that I think was like a meta irony joke about yeah. if oh, you say CM you Punk like guy. CM Punk. Then you're an idiot? I think so. I think it was a meta irony joke thing. Uh, like, whatever. Show us that guy. But yeah, like, he had a really good run. He was a good character. Yeah. Anyway. And then the only other notable thing that happened this but week shut up. was main event, main event time. Braun Strowman is out in the ring and he's like, Roman Reigns, you get out here right now. Yeah. And Roman Reigns' music starts and then we get the fucking gong. The Undertaker comes out. Yeah. I got fucking chills. I thought this episode of Raw was fantastic, by the way. Was I, think it, Raw, I feel like Raw has been good for weeks. It was a good episode of Raw. And um, Undertaker, Undertaker, comes comes, Undertaker gets in the ring, just stares down Strowman, who's like, I'm just going to reverse out of the ring and go away. And again, a lot of people were upset about this because of Braun Strowman. It's the uh, fucking Undertaker. Come on, Let's man. be yeah. honest. Everybody backs down from the Undertaker. Yeah. That's not even, that wasn't even. Well, a, except for, because yeah. then Undertaker's like, all right, cool. Then his music hits again and he starts to leave. Then Roman Reigns' music hits, and Roman Reigns comes out and is like, this is my yard now, old man, <laughs> basically. Yeah. Setting up that uh, Reigns and Taker are going to have a match at Mania. Well, they, yeah. They, Presumably. They do the shot where it's Roman and Taker staring down, and then they have the WrestleMania sign in the background. And they both, like, turn and, and look at the sign. They both turn and look at the sign. And that was, like, commentary uh, immediately. Like, they didn't agree to anything. And a commentary immediately was like, well, it looks like it's going to be settled at WrestleMania. It's like, okay, yeah, fine. Right, but sure. Undertaker chokeslams Roman Reigns, which is awesome. And, yeah. I'm excited. I'm actually excited for this matchup. I yeah. think Roman's winning, but... Uh, yeah. Roman's going to win. Oh. Roman's going to beat The Undertaker. And potentially retire him. Oh! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> What else can Roman do? Roman's had every other accomplishment. Do you think this, you think this is the heel turn, though? Because they know they're not going to cheer Roman. Nothing. Like, we're cheering Undertaker over Roman. Oh, yeah. No kidding. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know. I don't know to make Everyone always anymore. says this is Roman's heel turn every week. It hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. <sighs> anyway. WrestleMania! <laughs> it's the ultimate thrill ride. I, this, honestly, I I'm, feel like WrestleMania is going to be like eight hours long. <laughs> it kind of has to be at this yeah. point. I, I mean, I got to say, I'm, I, uh, I was underwhelmed by Fastlane, yeah. but uh, I'm curious with a lot of storylines going forward. Um, since the next one is WrestleMania, like everything that's happening on SmackDown is great. I'm behind. I have to catch up. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that. But um, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing seeing everything come together and how they decide to... Just where this all goes. Why they decided to pull all these plugs now and yeah. not at Mania. So I don't know, man. We'll see. Uh, but that's it for Fastlane and the Raw following it. And so um, I guess the next one will be WrestleMania, which yeah. is like a month away. About four weeks. Which is... Totally fine, totally as far fine. as I'm Gives concerned. Me time to catch up and stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so until next time, uh, Adam is on Twitter. Yes, at I am. Wake up super. Yeah. And Graham is on Twitter. Ah. At Graham underscore LRR. And uh, all of this, um, uh, Sidewalk Slam and everything else that we do on this channel or on our streams is uh, brought to you by you and your kind support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash loading ready run. Yeah. Or if you subscribe to our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash loading ready run, where yeah. we do all of the streams. Something different every day. Yeah. So uh, be sure to like, share, and subscribe, and comment, and talk, and <laughs> just hang out. Give me your Christopher Daniels matches. Yeah. yeah. And who gets kicked out of Roman Spear? 
Those are that's your homework. You yeah, know, I could probably Google it, but yeah. fuck that. Yeah, it's more fun to wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. See you next time. See ya.